Yo, what is good, YouTubes? This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray. And this is the EDCC that is the Everyday City Carry. And tonight, I've got my TikTok friend, Erling EDC, on the podcast. How's it going, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Cheers to you, my friend. Yeah, cheers. I actually, uh, I need a poor drink. I'm running <laughs> behind here, so. It's all good. It's all good, man. Um, so you've watched the show before? Or you watched it because I invited you on? <laughs> uh, probably watched it more because you invited me on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know we connected on TikTok uh, right yep. before it. And I glanced through your YouTube page, but uh, I didn't sit and really watch too many episodes yeah. um, until I got the invite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, believe it or not, man, I'm not a big uh, consumer of knife content. On TikTok, I am. But on YouTube, I don't watch a lot of knife content. Because I, I don't know if I'm just used to this steady influx of <laughs> dopamine from all the social media <laughs> that I'm on. I love making knife content, um, and I am trying to branch out into other things. Uh, but, dude, one of the reasons why I had you on is I noticed that your page was growing very quickly, like a lot quicker than mine. And I wanted to ask you a few questions about that. And also, this man is a, like a photography connoisseur or something i look at his instagram and i'm like i want to i want my instagram to look like that you know what i'm saying uh how long have you been taking pictures uh i appreciate that um i've always had an interest in photography since i was very young you know my dad was uh taking pictures you know before i was even born he was developing them in the dark room and um he just kind of always had a camera around so always sort of had an interest growing up using his and uh really just in the last uh probably four or five years i started getting into photography again after my daughter was born taking pictures of her and then uh you know i really enjoy kind of landscape photography and traveling but when i started kind of doing that we kind of had the pandemic and yeah. we're stuck at home <laughs> so i was like well maybe i could just take a picture of some of my photography gear you know i follow Peter McKinnon, um, oh, dude, love his stuff on on uh, YouTube and kind of really self-taught everything that I know um, in the last probably five six years. Just watching his stuff, I learned mm -hmm. how to do Premiere and Lightroom, uh, Lightroom, yeah, <laughs> and uh, was doing a lot of video work um, originally, and then uh, kind of saw him do his Pete's Pirate Life stuff and pr product photography videos, and I was like, well. Mm -hmm can't travel so maybe i'll just do a couple flat lays and see what happens and they picked up some traction pretty quick on instagram mm -hmm. and i found the whole edc community uh, i guess i kind of knew about it before then but uh never really thought about diving into it and then one day i think i took a picture of uh a squid a crkt squid yeah. i had and uh yep. got i don't know 30 40 likes or something that day and i was just like holy <laughs> crap so i just <laughs> kept going with it and uh, as i met more people and and learned more everybody was sharing you know their their bits of information and their advice and uh really open to critiquing what i was doing and giving me good suggestions about why things should be laid out this way how to use the camera you know that way and uh really not until probably the very end of 2020 did i start to figure out kind of a style and a flow if you go back further than that i was just I, I took a lot of pictures of just kind of what i liked what i thought looked good in the moment um and then probably 
January 1st, I kind of transitioned and tried to sort of have a grid that flows. Um, in the beginning, uh, I didn't really care about all that. Um, it's everybody said it was kind of a lot. It was, it was a lot of work to always match that style. Yeah. And I didn't really know how to match the style. Um, I didn't have enough experience, but after taking pictures every single day and then having all the free time being at home during this pandemic, um, things just kind of started to click. I had people commenting and liking more photos mm -hmm. on certain things that I did. So I was like, well, maybe I'll, I'll try this again and see what happens and kind of figured out what my audience seemed to enjoy. And, um, it just so happened to be stuff that I really liked. I love it man. as well. So it's fun. I like it. I love it, dude. You know, I, I think the reason why I started following you was because of my homie everyday minimalist. I think like he was following you or something. And I uh, saw your name. Or, or maybe you popped up on my FIP. That's like TikTok talk for <laughs> for you, Paige, for you night people that believe TikTok's the devil and the Chinese people have our brains. But it's like um so everyday minimalist is probably the biggest edc tiktoker that i know For like sure. flat out folding knives i've had him on the pod two times um but i think i saw when your page popped up you know it shows you also being followed by whoever mm -hmm. and you know everyday minimalist follows you so when i clicked on your page it was like still small at the time i think it was like less than 200 but like i saw you were posting a lot and I, that is where i am lacking actually because when I just put up a video and I like flip stuff open, like you take that risk of like yeah. not being able to have that video uploaded. Um, I did notice that if I just show the knife open in like a picture format, they don't really care. But also like you're like in review for a little bit. You know, like when you post something and you don't get views right away for like a long yeah. time, they're like reviewing it. So they let my videos go, um, but it takes like hours sometimes for it to actually start appearing on the FYP of the people that follow me or random people. And um, uh, yeah, I saw what you were doing. I was like, I was like, bro, be careful, man, because you're like flipping the knife <laughs> and then like grilling pork and shit. And I was like, that is so awesome. And I was like, yo, I think you found your lane on TikTok barbecue and <laughs> knife flipping. Yeah. But, you know, uh, let, let's do this real quick before I forget to do this, um, because I do have a thing here. What is this, dude? Oh, shit. Look at this guy's page. It's really, really sick. <laughs> dude, I love like the I love your grid and like just like it just seems very natural to me. I feel like some EDC photography these days is a little too saturated and dark. This feels mm -hmm. more natural. And I think you definitely found like your vibe or whatever it is. Um, how long did it take you to learn this, bro? To learn the, the photography or the vibe or um, you know, let's start with like just knowing how to lay things out. Like, do you start the shot like with your camera just like hovering above somewhere or like uh so if we back really far up, um, a lot of my my original flat lay work was probably just pure luck that it that it worked <laughs> out. Um, I didn't really understand what made a good composition. This is pretty good, like going back for a hot second here. So 
It uh, you probably have to go back almost to. Uh, oh shit! Is this Peter know? McKinnon right here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're really oh. nice, man. How did you learn to, you know, like do this? Like, did you watch videos? Did you? So these are the, sick, the, bro. The biggest uh, mentors that I've had in the EDC community is MB Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a. Uh, just a amazing photography style and uh he's always been open to conversations to give me advice and, and help and uh i'm in a couple chat groups with him and some other the edc guys and every once in a while people get talking about you know their work how can they improve it and he's always one to chime in and just give suggestions and things to go read and then uh youtube videos to watch and uh I just kind of latched on to everything he was saying. I was just like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to try all this. Um, you know, I, it can't hurt to improve my, my composition work and things like that. Um, and honestly, I, I can't remember some of the, uh, the places he told me off the top of my head. Um, hopefully it'll come to me, but there's a, uh, he recommended a couple books for me to read online that nice. talk specifically about, art in kind of its simplest form you know going back to like it really gave you an understanding of why you know like the mona lisa and these these old renaissance paintings are um just done so well and why they're worth so much money and just how they they look so good to the eye when before i would look at them and i'm just like hey, it's a painting like yeah. you know how hard how hard can that be but then you really break down like the details between the the lines and the diagonals in it and how everything kind of connects and works together. And as you, as I got further into the book, it does start to touch on photography and, and how to do that. So, um, I started to kind of apply that in some of my, uh, flat lay work in the beginning, making sure that, uh, you, you can see there's, there's diagonals with the knives Yeah, and, from what I kind of understood, and I'm not a master at this, I probably know how to do it better than I can explain this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when you read a book, you're kind of reading left to right, um, and the eye just kind of naturally has that uh, left to right look. So the diagonals and the images, like you got the one here, where you see things kind of going from the bottom left to the top right, um, oh, it's just yeah. very appealing to the eye, and then. Uh, there's other types of, of diagonals you can kind of and lines you can play with um to Damn, these are you know go back the other way um depending on the type of like look or mood that you want to capture in the uh in the photograph so um yeah i really started playing around with it probably january of this year and then as i've got kind of further into it um i've started to kind of branch out and get a little bit more creative um there's an image oh you uh, got a vlog case too nice oh yeah I, that yeah. thing's awesome yep uh, love them man I, i'm trying to get them on the podcast brs of all of them i i, I kind of work with them i guess because they send me stuff uh regularly mm-hmm. but um you know uh i don't get paid i mean i get paid in stuff <laughs> but uh we right. have a good relationship and i did i really dig like the vault case like it's like a cool idea kind of like different from what people are doing right now i kind of dig that it is yeah i was looking for something that uh you know could hold my gear um that i wouldn't have to uh 
Uh, and then I could lock, you know, keep away from the, uh, the kid and, uh, just kind of keep everything <laughs> organized. So it worked out. I looked at a Pelican case, um, yeah. and, uh, they were, they were, they were okay. This, I thought had a little bit more organization and, you know, I don't really need to cut out for 30 plus knives right now. Yeah. Um, do you have the, a lot uh, of knives? Uh, only about five or six I keep. Damn, um, dude, I gotta shrink my shit down. I'm definitely uh <laughs> trying to do that because you know, sp- speaking of everyday minimalist, <laughs> I don't know if you've like I, I know we yeah, probably haven't been following me for that long or that closely, but like um I've been in this YouTube game for about four years. I've always been su- doing some kind of entertainment, like I was DJing for like 10 years. I've been YouTubing since like 2006 but mm-hmm. not not on everyday city carry like i had like a glow sticking channel like break dancing like a bunch of stuff but anyway like um uh like i love video games i'm like a true nerd i just happen to be into knives too right so my friend uh one of my best friends is just like hey why don't you stream on twitch this is like literally yesterday and i'm like i would need to drop a grand at least to get a pc and i live in the hood in the bronx so like that's not and then the dude just sends me twelve hundred dollars on venmo oh wow and he goes i want you to be streaming by next week so i hit up everyday minimalist he um builds professional gaming systems for for zydax and he got me a fucking rig that's like could be like twenty six hundred dollars and i got it for like like literally on the nose like twelve (laughs) hundred And um, nice. so I'm going to start streaming now. Like, and the reason why I mentioned this is like, I really have to like scale back my collection because my table right now is a disaster. Like there are boxes of knives everywhere that people have sent in or like <laughs> knives that I'm going to use for giveaways that companies have given me to use for giveaways. And like, I, I, I definitely want to shrink down a little bit because I'm going to like, start streaming i'm I'm not gonna go away from edc uh people Mm -hmm. have been kind of worried about it um if i'm gonna you know leave or not but i'm not gonna do that um i'm just gonna expand more the channel to be like a lifestyle channel which is exactly what's been happening anyway i do vlogs with my girl everyone loves it when my girl is on i podcast with her now but yeah it's just um how do you keep your collection small? Like, do you just have people that you hit up? Like, Hey, do you want this? Or like, do you just not buy anything or. Um, I, uh, I guess I got to find something that, uh, at least speaks to me or, uh, you know, maybe it's a piece that, uh, a friend of mine has made. Um, in the beginning I bought a few things and I was just like, oh, okay, that looks cool. Um, and, uh, enjoyed them for a while but then i was just kind of like i'm not really carrying it anymore it's kind of sitting in the case um so man Very i've been trying to stick to things that i'm gonna actually use a lot um it's funny somebody uh the other day was commenting on one of the tiktok videos and they said uh you know i can't believe you took the f55 over the crk yeah and uh, I was like, you know, it's a, it's, it's really, it's a great knife. It's high quality. It's going to last forever. Do what you need to mm-hmm. do. But, um, the F five, five, uh, means a little bit more to me and has always spoke to me, uh, more than probably any other knife in the collection right now. So 
I don't like oh, wow. CRKs that much, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I, I always say this, like, I've tried hinderers, I've tried CRKs, a few different yeah. models. And, you know, I'm not saying, like, hinderer is my favorite, but, like, I would still use a hinderer over a CRK. I just think it has more of a cool factor to me. And, like, mm-hmm. I think CRKs are built, built nicely. They got good materials. They're reliable. But I don't know. There's something I'm just not doesn't have enough wow for me you know what i mean i haven't tried strider i know that's like the holy trinity or whatever i've never tried a strider before so i don't know what that feels like but in terms of those two i i'd prefer a hinderer still like over a CRK. Yeah. yeah i think a lot of people are, are leaning that direction it's uh you know maybe it's maybe it is maybe it isn't that wow factor but um for the price point what they you know are asking for them compared to mm-hmm. some of the other stuff that's out there, some of the other companies Ooh, yeah. and blade steels that they're using um, compared to just their, you know, kind of stuck on that S35 VN. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get just as good of a knife for for a lot like, less. I mean, yeah, it's made here in the USA. That's it's the one thing. Yeah. Um, that you really, you know, you're kind of, I guess, paying for there. I mean, it's a knife that I could easily hand down to my kids and they're going to be able to, hand down to theirs someday it's going to be around it's not going anywhere I and mean, they got a great warranty on it um but uh i guess it is kind of the maybe it is the the wow factor there that just isn't there um, yeah yeah do you sell so your was knives it, was or good, you don't what's up do you sell your knives or you don't like you trade like you know i was this is going back to the keeping the collection small <laughs> question do you just uh, not purchase a lot or I, yeah, I don't, I don't buy too many of them. Um, I, uh, I have sold a couple now, um, that I haven't carried. I had a, uh, uh, copper elementum. I got really enjoyed it, but wasn't carrying it. And a good buddy of mine that, uh, was looking for one needed it. So I sold it to him and I think he's been pretty happy with it. I see it up on his Instagram a lot. So I think he's enjoying it. The <laughs> elementum gets people heated, dude. Like the button a, lock one. Oh my God. Yeah. You, do, you do not understand how much shit I got <laughs> for, because I, you know, I, I am kind of like influenced by the knife YouTube elites, right? Because like, for some reason, these crazy dudes have welcomed me into the fold. And I'm like this small fry chatting with like Nick Shabazz and metal complex and slicing all these guys that are like, I'm in this group chat with them. And they were like, Oh, the CVV elementum button lock is trash and whatever. I get it in my hand, right? <laughs> and in the video, when I'm, I'm, I'm my unboxing video, I'm like, shit, I, I like this. <laughs> I'm like, and, I <laughs> and I felt so weird that I told them, and they were like, yo, that's so trash. And everyone trashed me about it. Some people were like, no, I love it too. Like, don't listen to people. But the elementum is always a thing that like people get so... You know, oh, you know how like Civivi is, is, uh, they have these new button locks coming out now, and all these videos from Blade Show are popping up. Um, and like the new button lock Civivis are supposed to be pretty hot. That's what I've heard. Um, the ones with the thumb stud. I mean, do you, do you prefer like a certain, um, like quality i mean are you not like into the budget stuff do you just prefer to get like i mean i know you got a lot of vero's bro like i mean <laughs> i just vero wise i just got the one yeah the, uh, the axon um mm-hmm. and uh i 
I wouldn't say, you know, uh, budget's something that, that bothers me. I mean, I think the, uh, the elementum was great. I just mm-hmm. wasn't, uh, wasn't carrying it, but, uh, I guess I kind of just look at, you know, one, I guess does the knife, uh, do, do I like it? Does it look good at two? Is it going to be usable? Um, I don't want to just keep something in the, the collection, uh, that I'm not going to use on a regular basis. I do have one of my F five fives is a, uh, I probably won't abuse that one too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, How much was that, by the way? The F five five. They were like two twenty five. Nice. Um, yeah, not bad. Twenty five is not bad, honestly. Anything like two fifty and below, uh, I can kind of fucks with a little bit. Like I still understand it, but like when it starts getting towards like four seventy five, I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, yeah, you know I, what I mean, I haven't, I haven't uh, pushed it that far. Um, I, I you think... got the CRK though, right? Didn't oh you so... oh oh you didn't get the CRK. You picked the F5 over the CRK. Is that what you were the story you were mentioning earlier? No, yeah, I've got an Incozy. Uh, small oh, okay. Incozy. So How, I haven't. Three, I... What is that? Four twenty-five? No, no, no. They're in the three fifty, three seventy-five, oh. something like that. Yeah. So they didn't they didn't uh, push that much, and uh, in the beginning, uh, the re- I took I took the small one just for the PDC sake of being able to carry it in my pocket mm-hmm. easily. But now I've kind of found myself starting to move towards a little bit larger knives. The Axon's the largest knife that I've handled. What is that, 3.5? Uh, I don't know what the Axon is. I think it's about eight inches total. Um, Blade length, what, like 3.5, I think? Probably something yeah. like that. It's yeah. close. 3.3, 3.5, probably something like that. I yeah. like that, man. That's nice, dude. Yeah, I've never handled a Vero before, but I remember um, I just kept seeing pop up over and over again at one point. Like they just, it just hasn't stopped. Like I, I, there's not one day I go on social media, like EDC (laughs) social media where I I don't see a Vero. I'm like, Oh shit, I got to try this. If any of you are listening out there, fucking send me one and no more boxes (laughs) for anyone that sends anything to the channel. No more, no more pouches. No more boxes. Just wrap it up nice. I'll keep it in a knife roll. It'll be safe. Because, <laughs> dude, I have a guy, um, Ohio knife lover, who sends me, like, giant boxes of stuff. And he sends me, oh, like, man. the box, the pouch. And it's just, like, everywhere. So when I have to send it back, you know, if they're loners, like, it's real hassle. Like, I got to watch my unboxing video and make sure. I put it. Dude, he sent me, like, 30 knives one time. Like, of, of different wow. price ranges. Like, ZTs. Like, old school ZTs things like that and i'm like damn so yeah it's a rule no boxes no pouch <laughs> just uh packing material i'll you know i'll make content for it yeah any any vero stuff you know just send it over um what do you uh are you excited about any new knives coming up or like you have anything you have any plans to make content somewhere else like you seem to have the knack for it um uh, content somewhere else would probably be taking a, a serious look at tiktok Um, you know, I've, uh, I used to do some video stuff and mess around with YouTube. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, uh, I'll put in the time to do full, full YouTube videos. Um, but I like the fact that I can do short, quick reviews on TikTok, Mm -hmm. you know, 15, 30 seconds. I saw they just rolled out the ability to do three three minute videos. Um, I just unlocked that on my account the other day. I don't know if I'll ever, uh, 
make anything too that long, long bro um i i think it's it's too long but mm-hmm. you know they're adding it and testing it so uh could be we'll see what happens with it but for me uh, i think being able to pick up the phone and uh just record 15 to 30 seconds of content on you know why i think uh this knife is great or that pen is good and get a bunch of views on it and comments i think it's i think it's great dude it seems to be freaking working man because look actually let's check it out i have your tiktok right here look my man's is already at 1435 and i swear that was like 100 like last week bro so you're right um it did uh, i was at about 100 followers on uh like monday and then friday i broke a thousand how many uh, times do you post a day? Let me ask that question. So last week, I made it a purpose to post at least three times a day. Um, okay. Damn, I got to do that, bro. And uh, I kind of, <sighs> between looking at what some of the other TikTok accounts were doing, really just the ones on the For You page that mm-hmm. people you know, had millions of likes, I just kind of looked at how often they were doing things. I chatted with Brandon, Everyday Minimalism, about what minimalist. he was doing because minimalist. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he obviously has figured it out with that's King over TikTok, a half million bro. now. Yeah. And I, I he had kind of given dude. me, yeah, he'd given me some suggestions about, you know, not showing the blade too much and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, posting probably three times a day um, around the same time. You know, I, I tried to post, I, I saw that I was getting more interaction around seven o'clock central time so i'd post 6 37 7 30 you know 7 7 38 something like that to try it out yeah. and uh my first few videos all you know for having less than 100 followers all you can see that did pretty well um and then mm-hmm. i decided to try a couple trending type videos and one of them just took off um i posted it and checked like an hour later and I had like 10,000 views one. Yeah, that, that one there. That's almost, yeah. you know, 90 K right too. now. Yeah. So didn't think the pen one would go anywhere. Um, that wasn't really a trending one, but I was just trying to do a kind of a quick review on it, give people mm-hmm. the information that they might need to know to make a decision and really nothing more. And then I followed up with some people asked some questions about it. So I followed up with a second video kind of talking about that, but it didn't do as well um it doesn't really matter but i think it's the consistency and like literally yeah. posting a few times a day because you know let's check out one of these this is one of my favorites that looks so good and that's it like people don't understand that you could just literally post something like that on tiktok mm-hmm. and go viral like people don't understand i try to tell like nick shabazz you know nick shabazz has a tiktok uh i didn't know that you know I'm do still... you know nick shabazz oh, is i mean like i know who he is, is. yeah yeah i've seen okay. i watch his youtube but i uh a lot of people on, on tiktok i still uh i'm still looking for edc people bro so look 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 at nick shabazz tiktok it's so stupid hold on look at this you know, maybe you need to be eating them, but I'm sorry. These these crackers are boring as hell. 
That guy makes me laugh so much, man. Yeah, so so my video is actually on YouTube currently. I cannot um I cannot monetize right now. I was monetized and then um something happened where like I reached the threshold of how much money I can have and then like my mm -hmm. tax forms were filled out incorrectly because my name isn't my channel name. And then I had to like change it to like doing business as everyday city carry or something. And now amidst all this COVID stuff, Google is taking forever to send me a pin by mail. Wow. They have to mail me a pin and they use the pin to unlock my account so I can monetize, which brings me to the other thing of why I want to start a Twitch. I can actually start making money again. Cause as of right now, I'm only making money through Patreon you know, and it's only yeah. a few hundred dollars here and there. It's nothing crazy. You know, I'm not, I'm not making bank. Like, I mean, I, I Nick Shabazz probably makes like eight grand a month, bro. Like on, <laughs> on Patreon alone. Cause I remember one time I think he was making like four grand a month. And then like he, um, you have a choice of like not showing it to the public. Then all of a sudden he just stopped showing it on Patreon. <laughs> the dude must be making so much bank on Patreon. But anyway, like, yeah, I'm I'm not monetized right now. Um, that's why I could play your TikTok without worry of like the music, like the copyright. Like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's why I don't care because I can't monetize this video, man. It really sucks. Even when I do lives on YouTube and uh, people can normally like tip you, mm -hmm. I don't even have the option. Like, they can't tip me, so I have oh, to wow. literally in the middle of a live podcast, I'd be like, "Yo, if you like the pod, head on over to PayPal, EverydayCityCarry at Gmail and I get donations, you know, and but man, YouTubing is hard, bro. I think you're going about it the right way. Um, if you want to get into content, start on TikTok first and get. You seem to be doing great. Brandon did the same thing, Everyday Minimalist, and like he his uh, ascent on YouTube is much faster because he has all, you know, amassed this following on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. think that more EDC people should be on TikTok? Um, I would like to see more people on it. I'll put it that way. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, for everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen a couple of the accounts on Instagram that I follow. They have a TikTok, and they posted maybe one or two videos. You know, maybe they're just haven't been able to find enough people on there to make it worthwhile. I mean, the Instagram community is, is pretty tight knit. I mean, you see a lot of people, you know, sharing their carries and tagging people to see theirs throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, haven't seen any of that on TikTok yet. Maybe it'll come in the form of a, you know, a duet or a stitches it. Um, dude, let's start that shit, dude. Uh, we could try. It. Yeah. I'll let's just like it. tag uh, your pocket checks on TikTok, bro. And then you duet it. Yeah. Tag me. Yeah. All right. Let's, I'm going to tag like, uh, I think Big Red is on there. Carlos EDC will do Everyday Minimalist. We'll start trying to sell yeah. a chain. Because I think like, like, you know, like the 3D trend, for example, that's like going on right now. Like I did a really shitty version of it, but like, <laughs> I'm sure you could do a way better one, which brings me to the other thing that I want to ask you about. So you have a Canon M50, right? Right. And uh, I'm using it right now. What lens do you use? Uh, right now I've just got the kit lens on. Yeah, I same, usually same. we'll shoot with, uh, I, I like the 22 millimeter just cause I'm shooting indoors mostly. Yeah. And I don't really need to, 
change anything. The depth is nice if I mm-hmm. you know want to mess with that. But uh, unless if I'm outdoors, no, the I just Sigma? have this too. I'm trying to buy that shit, bro. But it's like my tax money is just not coming in. It's like being held. It's in a <laughs> headlock right now. Um, and I'm supposed to be getting like three grand. And I I, did, I never got my 2019 and my 2020. Like I'm still waiting for it. Like my federal. My state is like fine. So um, yeah, it's just crazy. I bought. <laughs> I'm so dumb. I bought the Nifty 50 lens. <laughs> Oh, Why man. did I buy this? Because like this room is too small. Like my face is like <laughs> I because I didn't understand these things. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I kind of just dabble in in cameras and stuff like that. I, I use it so this could be clear, but I'm not really a photographer, man. Like honestly, like my Instagram, like the pictures, the way I edit it, is like I watched a person's YouTube video that shows me a certain look. I copy those settings and I literally will just pick from the settings that I, <laughs> that I found. And I, I adjust them a little bit like, Oh, you know, I should put right. more blue here and stuff. But I, I really have no idea what, what I'm doing. So with the camera stuff, like I, I don't know, but um, what made you decide to get the M50? Uh, I was shooting a lot on my iPhone. Um, and then I got a GoPro cause I was doing a lot of video stuff just mm-hmm. at home and then I kind of got to a point where I was realizing, okay, there's some limitations with with lighting and uh, and clarity for what I wanted. So I had my eye on an M50 for a while, for like a year and a half. And I was like, eh, I don't need it. I don't need it. Um, but as I kind of started brushing up against the, the limits of, of my iPhone and other things, I decided to just pull the trigger on it. And the M50... Uh, Interest me. I don't, do you know who Jesse Driftwood is? I probably uh, he did, do. He uh, he's been on some of Peter McKinnon's videos. He used to do some yeah. like vertical video, like really unique stories. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what got me interested in in Instagram and and some of the the stories and stuff like that. Oh, but he did everything. Yeah, with he M50. does like he teaches you how to do like story tutorials and stuff. That guy. He, yeah, but he's got really interesting like transitions and yes, just, he's just he's like, amazing. This... Yeah, camera work with it. So he, he uses an M50. And I looked it up one day and I was like, oh, that's not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it uh, does everything I want. It can, it can shoot 4K, but I really don't need it. Uh, it's yeah. nice to know that it's there. Um, you know, it was a good, just everyday camera for, you know, photo, video, vlogging, whatever you want. The screen rotates. Um, and the hardest thing about it was getting it set up to do video for something like this, but I'm glad that canon took the <laughs> pandemic to put out the software for it but it, yeah you know it works seamlessly now is that um, what you're using yeah so i i thought i had to use uh i think it was cam twist and camera live because i used mm-hmm. to feed that in i did some zoom stuff last year with it but i guess with the updated eos m50 software now you can just download it and uh streamer picked it up right away it said do you want to nice. do you want to just connect automatically so because i was going to go through cam twist. I saw a video on YouTube that somebody was doing it recently and explained how to do it. So that was my backup, but, uh, this is just natively and, you know, working fine. Uh, yeah, I, I love the M50, man. Do you know backpack camera. B? No, no. Okay. I'm about to put you on to like one of the craziest, probably should be most treasured like, um, 
knife like edc content creator like in the community and he uses a he uses an m50 also um let me see if i can find something here uh let's do this one yeah let's do this one right here i don't know if he used an m50 for this video but I'm just going to show you this because this is like, you know how like um, you watch Peter McKinnon, you watch these uh, vlogger type people that do these mm -hmm. crazy transitions. Um, not a lot of graphics though, okay? But just like imagine like a Grammy award winning motion graphics expert, like is an EDC like YouTuber. And like I found this guy and um you know not a lot of subs or anything but Yo, this up, dude is like sick like quick cuts if you're new here just you like, like what you see wait a little bit that subscribe button all right every week that's it for now enjoy the video see you later Deuce. What's going on, you crazy knife people? Today we're diving right into a mail call that I'm super amped about. Here you can see me sprinting to the front door after stalking the UPS guy online all day. The box that I've been waiting for has finally arrived. And boom, here we go. Pardon me as I disrespect the crap out of this box. <laughs> there they are. Just exactly wait for the motion graphics, that was crazy. Oh, what could this be, a knife possibly? Yes, sir. This is the newly released Civivi Elementum button lock. Quite possibly one of the most hyped knife releases of the year. Add a button lock to an Elementum and knife guys all over are literally throwing money at Civivi. Oh, what's up? Making it rain, please. Whoa, 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 yo, stand down. Drop that paper, yo. <laughs> Let's unbox it, shall we? Here you can see the bright white box with simple and modern Civivi branding on it. And as we open up the box, we are greeted with the well-known Civivi zipper pouch. Let's see what's in here. Okay, so there's a bunch of stuff. Starting out with two Civivi stickers in a cool yellow colorway. And here's the included Civivi info pamphlet if you fancy some reading. And this is the microfiber cloth that's included, which is a nice size, I dig it. And wrapped in plastic is the knife. Let's have a look. Yep, we have a lot to talk about. Welcome to Quick Cuts, let's get after it. The original Elementum was an absolute mega hit for Civivi. It has universally been acclaimed as one of the best budget EDC knives on the market for years now. Civivi did a great job with the fit and finish, creating a quality knife that checks all the boxes for an EDC folder without breaking the bank. So when Civivi announced their 2021 knife lineup and revealed plans to bring a button lock Elementum to market, I immediately knew that it was going to be a knife that drew a ton of attention from the knife community and also a lot of polarizing opinions. The it's just pretty dope. What do you think, man? Yeah, I like it. He needs to be on TikTok and convert Bro. those to uh, some vertical and yeah, he's he crazy. So like, uh, so like great he, with that. when he first started this channel, like he used to do crazier videos, like mm. um, but he kind of like you know like shrunk it down a little because it just wasn't feasible to do video. Like like look look at this crazy vid right here. This is how this is when I just like found him, and I had him on my pod like that week. Like, look at this crazy shit. Okay, hold on. Wait, I'm going to go to the... Uh, I'll go to the motion graphics part. Hold on. Yeah, right here. This is insane, bro. Like, this is like TV fucking quality. Because he, he does work on television. Mm. <laughs> uh, one thing that I've missed with when I was doing videos is After Effects and Premiere Pro. And yeah. Just... Simple. Uh, I mean, I'm sure if I did it every day, 
Mm -hmm. get better at it. But I know there's a lot of work that goes into that, especially creating them yourself. Like this, this part is the craziest thing like I've ever seen in a knife video ever. Like, I feel like I actually told Blade Runner Systems because I worked with them. I was like, you Mm -hmm. need to pay this guy. Because he Company like any video that he makes for you. Some of the Look most at this. Popular ballast songs to the market. Their ballast songs have become a flipping community thanks to their quality, balance, and high level of performance. As of late, BRS has made major moves in the folding knife space with their evolved knife lineup. In my opinion, the Eon is one of the standout designs in the Evolve series, and there's an obvious reason for that. That reason is that this knife was designed by Elijah Isham, a prolific knife designer that has designed an amazing body of work over the past couple of years. If you're into knives, you probably recognize most, if not all, of these pieces. Isham is a popular designer working with companies such as... I mean, how does this not guy not have, like, hundreds of thousands of followers? Like, compared to, like, every other, like, knife video that you normally see, it's like, that mm-hmm. is just on a whole other level of like production and it's just like one man doing it from his crib he's super humble he's not like cocky at all i love showing people that because i always say this you know um is like i feel like the knife community is still in its infancy and like with the rest of youtube evolving at such an uh like an insane rate right the younger generation that gets into this hobby that we're into right is going to be used to watching people that have the editing and vlogging and personality chops that they're used to watching as they've been growing up. Because unlike Mm -hmm. us, they've been watching YouTube since they were like five or something. You know what I mean? So they're going to want to watch people like Backpack B or something like that. And um, I've said this before, like, even to the elites of YouTube, I was like, you know, they're always going to be monsters in the space because they've already amassed their following. They're going to be like on the Mount Rushmore of like knife YouTube. But the younger generation is going to want to watch these like fresh guys. You know what I mean? And uh, that's what that's why it makes me happy to see someone like you, like consistently posting on TikTok and like thinking about ways to like just evolve you know, like just like mm-hmm. uh, the, the way you shoot your pictures and things like that. I'm 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 glad that Peter McKinnon did the whole like pirate thing. And I, but like part of me is also not glad. I'm glad that a lot of people are picking up knife and EDC photography. It makes me super happy. I'm seeing because I get to see these dope ass pictures on my on my feed. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I, I'm right. probably not going to do that. You know, um, my channel is strictly personality driven, <laughs> but um, like I, that makes me happy. But I do think that a lot of people are trying to copy that style. Right. And, and they're trying to be Peter. So like like I was mentioning before, what I liked about your pictures was like it's not super dark and moody all the time. It just feels a little more fresh and natural and like airy. I don't know if that makes sense, but. Everyone else is trying to be like super moody, like crank the satch. Like, you know, what I mean? I'm like it looks good, but it's like, you know, like you're not Peter. Like it doesn't look like Peter's work. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people when they're starting off, you know, they don't know what their what their style is going to be or how their pictures should look. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, when I started off taking my pictures, I had a preset pack from him. And yeah. was slapping that on everything and <laughs> maybe adjusting the exposure a little bit, but that was it. And uh, it, it took time to, you know, I wasn't necessarily copying every single picture he did, but, yeah. you know, I had his preset pack, but 
he does have it out there for sale for people. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that sell preset packs. So I, I think it helped me kind of find a, a color style mood in the beginning that I liked. Um, maybe it wasn't really me, but I liked it and I enjoyed it. And uh, that's kind of what I went with as I, as I continued to learn. And I see people, I see some of the new accounts, you know, recently um, that are just starting off, um, you know, maybe, maybe trying to kind of emulate somebody's style here. Um, I had a lot of inspiration from uh, like Raven and oh, uh, dude, EDC and so me. fucking good, dude. Um, Raven's crazy. And that's all, you know, I, I really had was just kind of looking at what they did and um, trying to kind of make it my own. Um, it and took a, did, lot of, a lot of practice and a lot of learning for me to kind of understand what that was, you know, almost a year of it. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if you kind of look back in 12 months from now at some of the new accounts that started today that maybe just saw my page or maybe they saw, you know, Peter McKinnon's page and uh, decided they want to take some pictures of their knives or their keys or wallets, whatever it is. And, mm -hmm. you know, kind of watching them grow into it. Um, I think the ones that take it a little bit more serious, you know, will kind of evolve and, and, and have that own style. Um, the ones that are just trying to copy or just trying to do it so that they can get followers are probably going to burn out. And I've seen it in the last eight, nine months. There's a lot of people that um, I used to have conversations with on a daily basis that just aren't active anymore. They haven't posted months. Damn. And I don't know if it's just maybe people went back to work and things like that. Now that the, the pandemic's kind of ending and businesses are opening. Probably. Um, but trying to do something that's not authentic and not you, I think is going to burn you out and your followers are going to pick up on that very quickly. Um, I've noticed, you know, if I just make a post one day and I'm just like, I don't, I have no idea what to write in the caption. Um, have a good day. You know, a lot of people laugh. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, I always struggle with writing captions. Like, uh, I it's, stopped it's so trying, refreshing bro. to hear you, hear you say that. So I should do a TikTok one day. I'm like, I don't know what to make a TikTok of. And it'll just be me just staring <laughs> at the camera or something. But, you know, I, I think being authentic in this is, is super important. Bro, that's so funny because today <laughs> I, I was going to show you the caption of my Instagram right now. <laughs> Look at this. This thing be crazy for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. What are you doing? <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, like, literally, this is all like presets that I've copied from somebody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and I just kind of just use it. It's just my phone. I have an M50. I don't even use my M50 to take pictures because, and my grid, like, you know, because I post a lot of reels. I post a reel like every day, and you get like varied results. Dude, you know what's crazy? I post on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram Reels every single day, except for Sunday. Sunday's the only day I don't post. It's I I I should be burning out. I what what you were saying like kind of touched me a little bit because I do feel like sometimes I am like on autopilot. And like the mm -hmm. creativity it, it's it sucks man and you know it's cool that i'm talking to a creative person about it because 
you know, rarely do I have someone that puts a lot of thought into their like photos, like, like you, you know what I mean? But like, I go through this, like, I feel like I have to consistently post all the time. Right. Um, and one of the most fun, one of the most fun things to do for me is like, on Sunday, like I'll go on a date with my girl or something and I'll vlog about it and editing that vlog and trying to tell that story um, through video, right? It's like the most fun video I, I will make all week. Even TikTok sometimes, like when I have time to actually film it and I don't have to slap on the text-to-speech lady. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like sometimes when I don't have time, I just make the video in my shop, you know, and like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And, but it's like, I, I do feel that sometimes I'm on autopilot, you know, like this be, this knife be crazy for no reason. Like, like <laughs> that, that caption. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, so do you think that the way to unblock yourself is to take a little bit more time with what you post? Um, I think you've got to, set times to kind of be creative. So like on Instagram, you know, I've found it's easy for me to post Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I've been able to keep that up since I started. Some days there might be an extra post in there. Maybe I'll post, you know, the whole week. Um, if I've got something that, uh, you know, I need to, if I'm telling kind of a story or there, there's a series of photos that I'm putting up every day. Uh, but most of the time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, when I have an hour or two just to kill, I'll go take photos and then try to at least keep a bank of, you know, six or seven so that I've got some stuff ready to go. And I found that that just takes a lot of pressure off me to think about what needs to be done with the photo. Um, and then I've just used that, uh, that preview app for Instagram. Yeah to kind of organize things. And then I'll type my notes in on the photos. Like maybe I'm just, you know, sitting here and something comes up and I'm like, Oh, you know what? That would be good to talk about. So I'll find a photo that might work with it. Maybe it doesn't work with it, but I'll put my notes in there and uh, just kind of have things ready to go. Um, For TikTok, I last week doing three videos a day for me was a lot. Um, I thought I was going to do one a day. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to come up with three different things a day and just, just see what sticks. And if you look, there's a lot of random things I did. I did stuff with the, with barbecue and mm-hmm. showing off the knives and just pictures and reviews, um, some of the trending stuff. And I had to plan that out. Um, I kind of sat down on Monday and just started writing ideas down. I just made a little uh, note thing in my iPhone that just said, okay, Tuesday, here's my three posts. Wednesday, here's my three. Thursday, here's my three. And sometimes as the days kind of came up, if I wasn't ready with something or maybe I wanted to redo it, I would just move it around. But it helped kind of having that schedule. Uh, probably not something I would want to do every day. I'd like to get to maybe a point where I'm maybe posting on my off days from Instagram, uh, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, something like that. I found that the engagement there is totally opposite of Instagram. Um, yes. Most, most of my you mean like the comments, comes, uh, the comments and just like, you know, if, like I, if I post in the evening on Instagram, I'm usually not getting a lot of engagement. If I post at uh, about 9am, 10am, that's usually when I get the most engagement. And I think that most of my followers at least recognize that I'm going to post at 9am every day. 
and the people that I follow, I kind of know their schedule too. I know a couple of them will post around, uh, uh, I can tell you my buddy, Ryan, he likes to post at 8am, um, every day he's Eastern time. So I see that at seven, like when I wake up, um, wait, which Ryan are you talking about? Uh, Brian Shepard, Shepard. He, uh, oh, Ryan Shep, Ryan Shep, Ryan Shep. Yep. Oh, you know that dude? Uh, I follow him too because I like his pictures. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like his pictures a lot. And, um, he was doing, so this is like, I I don't know if this is skeezy or not, (laughs) but like as a podcaster, I like when I find people that I like, right. And then mm-hmm. I always like check their YouTube. And if I'm bigger than them, I'm like, okay, I can get them on my podcast. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, you know, you have to play within like the pond that you're in. You know what I mean? Right. He was a person that I was thinking about asking to be on because he has a YouTube, but he doesn't post mm-hmm. on it that much. That's why, you know, I wasn't sure if there was going to be a good connection there. You know what I mean? Like with mm. you, at least like we both have the TikTok thing. Like I love TikTok, bro. I don't know what it is, man. I love TikTok. <laughs> I go on my feed. It's everything I like. It's like anime, knives. I follow like forgers, like blacksmiths and stuff. I follow those crazy like Cambodian Laotian guys like building crazy <laughs> buildings out of like mud and stuff. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I, I get the occasional like booty titty girl every now and then. Like it's awesome. I try to tell night people that all the time, like on my live shows, I will go through my TikTok feed just to show them like, look, it's not this evil thing. And people are like, yo, that's pretty cool. You know, like, how did you get on it? <laughs> um, it was funny. My wife, uh, for the past probably three, four months, like daily, she's sending me eight, nine, 10 videos on TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not downloading it. I'm not downloading. It. I'm not downloading it. And then, uh, my parents, believe it or not, uh, they've got their own, their own business and uh, some of their the, the people they work with started doing TikTok and they were actually selling, getting business from it. So they were mm-hmm. like, I'm going to try this out. And my dad, I kind of taught him Instagram and uh, he had a lot of questions about TikTok and I was like, I don't even have one. I'm like, I'm just going to make one and go do a knife video out in the backyard real quick and post it. And I did and it got like a thousand likes or a thousand views whatever it is um and i was like well that was easy and uh i just kind of kind of kept it up and then started looking at uh some more I, that's when i kind of had a conversation with brandon about what he was doing what he saw that worked um and watching a couple of other just youtube videos i don't even i think i searched you know starting off with TikTok and found a couple people that had just recommended, yeah, post at certain times, you know, think about when people are going to be actually sitting there just scrolling through their phones, which is usually after work, evening hours, overnight, um, uh, you know, staying in front of them, getting them on your page, putting in the TikTok video to like, comment, follow. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to, this kind of goes back to that three posts a day thing as I was making my list. I was like, well, I'm just going to try this and this and this and see what works and see if I get a community violation. I'm going to try to get a community violation to see how far I can take it. Um, I got one. Yeah. You only have one. I got, so I got one. They let me appeal it and I wasn't even showing the knives. Okay. What? 
And uh, I got another one that I did show the knife, but I didn't show the full blade. I just showed it opening. And that one, they wouldn't. Uh, immediately when I appealed, they said, no, we're not going to let it go back up. So I was like, whatever. Um, but I, I don't understand because I did uh, the one on there where I was showing you know, how many different ways can you open the axe yeah, on? Yeah, I commented and on that. I, I thought that one would uh, would catch their attention, but it was the one where I think I just went through my top five favorite knives and I just, you know, held them up to the camera and didn't even open them. I just picked them up, said the name, set it back down. And um, so I was like, I don't even know what what they're going to argue with. But it kind of goes back to getting people on TikTok. I think we get more EDC people on there. Uh, Maybe. You know, they may see, I, th I think, you know, Brandon may have kind of been right about, you know, using the knife. Um, Cause he like opens the knives all the time. He's like fucking shooting OTFs yeah. out. Like, but if you know when he, when he does the OTF, he doesn't it's like, it's like this it. way. Yeah. yeah. So you can't see. Um, and I tried that once where I was just like, okay, like what if this, I hold the like, knife? Yeah. Look at this like that. You know, you can't see it. So they, uh, you never know what you're going to get, I guess, for them. But um, I wonder how many violations he gets a day. What if he gets like 10? He told me once that he had about 800 over the last year. Wow. Um, I think he sent What's... me a screenshot. No, yeah. th no, there's a video. There's a video. If you go to his page. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw that one. And he scrolls yeah. through just endlessly on all these violations. Yeah. That's but crazy. he said about 60% of them uh, will get uh, reapproved. Mm -hmm. so he just kind of recommended to appeal them all and uh it's the <sighs> algorithm and you know ai looking at it it's not a, a real person sitting there so man i got you know that's my problem is like <clears throat> the way that i'm posting takes too much work almost so that i can't always oh, it yeah because um all of my like like everything that i shoot for youtube instagram tiktok uh, Twitter usually mm -hmm. happens in like the morning before I leave for work and like dude my morning is fucking crazy bro like I'd be waking <laughs> up at 6 a.m. I gotta cook my food for the day right because I, I I live a sad existence man I eat like super healthy because like I'm about to get married I'm trying to get super jacked like <laughs> yeah I'm working out every single day I'm, I lift weights every day and then, like, right after all that happens, I have, like, a short time frame of whether it's an hour or, like, 45 minutes where I have to rush the creativity to make these videos. That has been my schedule for, like, months. And um, it's hard to – maybe I just got to not be af not be afraid to feel what it feels like when you get the violation. <laughs> when you make, like, a cool video – see, you only got one. Like, sometimes I'll make something really dope, and then it's like, <laughs> nah, son, you're out. And then I'm like, no, I try to appeal it. They're like, nah, this goes against the guidelines or whatever. Have you reposted it and seen if it'll work the second time? I've, I've, you know what? You know what? Um, oh, let me ask you this. Do you post using the TikTok app? Do you record on the TikTok app? <laughs> uh, so I, some I have, some I haven't. The, uh, you know, like I did the... I think one of them when I was doing the like the ribs or the salmon or something, I yeah. did that all in the TikTok app. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, what if this thing force closes? Because it took like an hour to kind of cook everything. So I just had my phone sitting on the screen. I was like, this doesn't really work. 
Yeah. So it made it easier to take videos outside of it. But when I was watching your uh, podcast with Brandon, he had mentioned to do everything in the TikTok app. If so, you have an iPhone, and I told him this the next right. time he if was you have on, an iPhone. I was like, bro, you gave me that advice and all my videos were shitty for like three months. You know, because like when you have an Android, they fuck you. Because mm-hmm. basically what happens is they downgrade the quality. And it's like, looks like crap, bro. <laughs> like, so I started shooting off app, which I think messes me up, the, messes up the flow a little bit. When I was doing it in the app, I would just go boom, 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 boom. I would save it into drafts mm-hmm. and I would film like maybe three or four videos and then just post them whenever, you know? Um, so do you use the TikTok app mostly? Um, I use it to put everything together and create it. You know, I've always heard that even on Instagram, if you take a picture or you record in the app for stories, it tends to get more reach. I rarely ever do it. Yeah. Um, TikTok, the app makes it pretty simple to do it. And one thing going back to kind of planning and keeping it easy is I do use the drafts folder a lot. Yeah. So I may have five, six, seven, eight videos sitting in drafts that Maybe I need to go back and add uh, the voiceover or the text um, or the hashtags or whatever I need. But I kind of have that stuff prepared and, and ready to go so that if I need to just you know, throw a video up, I will. Like I had 10 minutes to kill uh, while we were getting ready to start this and you were doing the router and I had a video sitting in my draft. So I was like, well, I was like, I'll just go in there and work on it and throw something up right now because I wouldn't plan on doing anything. So that's kind of, that, that kind of helps too. Um, you know, I think trying to find like a day where you can prepare a little bit more mm-hmm. has helped me to not have the pressure to come up with what I'm going to say or um, have to worry about getting something out the same day and creating. I think uh, some people can do every single day. Yeah. It's the new, that's how they stay creative. Uh, I can't prep too far out because I'll get to a point where I'm just like lazy. Like if I do a month of Instagram photos, I've tried it once and I'm not shooting anything for like 30 days then. Ah, yeah. yeah I yeah. will just lose the creativity. I'm like, ah, I can think about it tomorrow. I can think about it the next day. And if I'm not constantly writing ideas down as they come to me, um, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna lose all the the creativity and all the thought that I had. So. I think uh, two weeks for me works well. Um, Damn, I, mean, I, I could easily see this. somebody, you know, doing this in one day on the weekend. You know, if you're not posting on Sunday, maybe you're you're creating your your content, spending I'm, an hour doing it, whatever it is. I'm fucking hanging out with the 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 old bag. That's what I'm doing on Sunday, bro. <laughs> you know, like we're about to get on that well, marriage. I'm getting ma- I'm 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 allowing my Patreon subs to like come to like zoom in on my wedding. <laughs> and I'm gonna, my girl is like fucking into it bro she's like good at podcasting and all that stuff you know so you you have checked out the show before and you do know that we watch very like warming and lighthearted clips on the show right so mm-hmm. uh what do you say we watch a few clips and then i'm gonna get you out of here is that good yeah sounds good all right so you do know what i show here right <laughs> i've seen some of them okay i'm, I'm prepared for what it could be <laughs> <laughs> I think I got to ease you into it, bro. <laughs> it's like I, I was about to click some crazy stuff like right away. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to do it, bro. 
All your beautiful no. women. You feel me? Just let me eat you one time. Just let me eat you one time. And you're gonna I guarantee you, you're gonna you're gonna ask me to stay to your house. You're gonna you gonna sleep for three days, my baby. Guess what? I can show you what time it is. Show sure never tell you got a man up above. I can cook for you, clean up your house. You heard me? Listen, when you come home, baby, you just gotta jump in jump jump in the tub with all them bubbles. Guess what? I'm, I'm with good. you hundred percent. Get good. with that ball. I'ma show you. I'ma make you cry. Ay ay ay! What were you saying? I was gonna say I was watching uh, one of your your videos like uh, this afternoon, and yeah. I, I saw you share the video. It was similar. It looked like it was the same guy, um, and I was just like, "Wait, where do you where do you find this?" Uh, I watch a podcast called Your Mom's House, and they watch like so. T- th- so you okay. know, I know you love TikTok, right? Did you know that there was yeah. a darker side of TikTok? No, I haven't dove that deep. I've only been on TikTok for like two and a half weeks now. So, so I'm like, still... there are so the the wife of the host, oh, they were both the hosts, but her TikTok is just full of like depraved like sometimes mentally ill people (laughs) and like one of their favorite tiktoks is like when a person posts on tiktok as if it's an instant message to someone you know what i mean call me please (laughs) you said you're wide awake and everything but you're not calling me or at least text me let me know what you're doing to one person. I love you. And is this guy a follower? He has followers. I, just, yeah, I he does so. now. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I have a follow up to that one. I have not seen this side of TikTok yet. I'm sure it's coming. I still got the uh, just the the funny trends and the sneezing baby. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap all right hold on Let, let's go to a different guy here um i'm gonna do so look at the... i feel so bad for this guy y'all are wondering what's going on with the face tattoo it's a very slow 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 process it doesn't it's going to take up to maybe two three years for it to actually see some major major results yeah but sometimes certain lighting makes it look darker and certain <laughs> lighting makes it's it look lighting. brighter but you know, yeah, I made some very horrible, regrettable, <laughs> if you won't call them regrettable, I don't. They're just mistakes <laughs> I've made in the past because of drugs and alcohol. That's just part of life. At least I'm omitting I made mistakes. <laughs> At least I'm owning up to He's my mistakes. Mittening. And trying to fix myself now. Because this weekend I turned 36. Oof. I got to have a straight life. So that way I can be more independent, more better off, and better example for the younger generation. Wow. I love y'all. I'm sending prayers your way. Thinking about you. Keep your chin up. I like that he's an example for the younger generation. <laughs> I like that he's anointed himself an example. Yeah, he's a nice guy, though, you know? <laughs> Have you ever seen anything like that on TikTok? No, I haven't. <laughs> they're good. I, you know what's crazy is like right before 
I hopped on this podcast. I watched the new Conjuring movie on HBO Max. So, like, I have a lot of haunted energy. Is it a cat or a dog? It's a dog. <laughs> it's a tea, teacup Yorkie? Uh, yeah. I'm it's pretty adorable. sure it's a Yorkie. We have, we have one, told too. Us. <laughs> Not here. Uh, my my brother's dog is a teacup Yorkie. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you one last clip. This this is a five parter, but it's like absolutely hilarious. It totally killed on my live show last week, and uh, you know, sometimes when neighbors argue with each other and you are like a bystander, it can be fun. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's not when it gets a little too violent it's not fun and you're just like oh shit i better call the cops or something but yeah. it's like when it's like they're just arguing and saying crazy shit it can be a little fun did you put poop on our garbage did you put poop did you put poop on our garbage can handle did you put poop on our garbage can handle is that why you put poop on our garbage can handle you're the only motherfucker that burns around here. You guys should burn clean. Cause you burn so fucking much. You burn dirty, man. That's dirty. Look at that dirt coming out of there. It's only beginning for you, man. It's only fucking beginning for you. We're just not gonna take what the fuck you do. You're just gonna wipe poop on hey. our You're just gonna wipe hey, my, house, my house You're just is all closed up. This is our garbage can. Talking about poop, but my house is all closed up. I can't even open a fucking window because you're a stupid fucking ass, dude. Are you half retarded? Because you you fucking act half retarded. Really? Look at look at yourself, Mike. Dude, my IQ is so fucking high. You're fucking retarded. You are high, dude. Let me tell you something. Look at that fucking chin, dumb shit. I can't even open. Yo. I, I, you can't write like something better than that. Like I mean, dude, that's like a real guy. You're making it so I can't fucking have fresh air. You think this is okay? This ain't fucking okay. No, a it is not. A guy that burns as much as you should burn clean. It's black. Understand this, bro. He, hey, don't you can understand it. And don't talk to me anymore. Clean the poop off our garbage can. <laughs> You're gonna be in fucking trouble, dude. You think you can call us names and white poop on our garbage can? This is gonna keep going. You're gonna be getting flipped off, and I'm gonna. So so you're so you're admitting to this? I'm gonna torment you. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm gonna fucking flip you off and fucking curse you every chance I get. Why? Because. I can't open a fucking window in my house. I like fresh air, motherfucker. And you're done. Oh my God. Who burns as much as you you're guys out of line should burn clean. With your mouth. Yo, you get over there, old man. I hope you have a heart attack. You can't stick to your nose in other people's fucking business. Jesus. So shut the fuck you're up. You're my business. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Hey, back the fuck off. Wow. <laughs> I can't imagine being the people across the street hearing that. I, I, w- I would be like filming just like, <laughs> I'd, I'd be putting it on TikTok, bro. <laughs> just getting hits. He'd probably get, yeah, he'd probably get a half million followers overnight posting that. Oh, man, bro. It was so much fun having you on, man. Thank you for like having sort of like a creative <laughs> content, like creator conversation. Um, I, I definitely enjoy that. I haven't, I actually haven't had those kind of conversations in, in a while. And it was refreshing to have someone strategize like what they're gonna do you know like all my friends that are in the knife community is like i just post all the time that's like my strategy and while that works for guys like metal complex or something who's just amassed this huge following in such a short time 
it's I don't know, man. I don't know if it's the right thing for me. And you've definitely opened my eyes to try certain things. And uh, I really appreciate that, man. If you ever want to promote anything, use the show as a platform. You can totally do that. Just hit me up on TikTok. And tomorrow, bro, we're going to do that freaking pocket check thing. <laughs> I'm going to start <laughs> that shit. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun, man. Uh, everybody follow erling.edc on Instagram. <laughs> As well as TikTok, everyone get on TikTok, bro. We got to get on yeah. there. We we got to some more EDC the, folks on there. We need to do dances with knives, bro. Okay, no. <laughs> we need to do the renegade with CRKs <laughs> and hinders. <laughs> That's gonna get us a community violation for sure. Oh shit, dude! Thank you so much, man. Uh, this is your boy in the NYC and Erling EDC saying peace and good night. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.